Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cross Border Interviews podcast. Uh, it is episode two of the Facebook Live edition of the show. As I said in the first edition, uh, we are doing this because of the whole self-isolation, social uh, distancing, physical distancing, and to ensure that we uh, keep the show going, keep bringing you amazing episodes, we decided to do something a little bit different. Uh, we have decided that uh, we would be doing Facebook Live shows of the Cross Border Interview Podcast. Uh, so here we are. It's episode two. Uh, today's guest is a twice returning guest. She was uh, our one of the first five episodes that I recorded on the Cross Border Interview Podcast. And then she made a special return for the Women's Week of the Cross Border Interview Podcast. And she is, I literally had it here two seconds ago, and she's going to laugh because I completely forgot her title already. So if I'm not mistaken, okay, it's the Lesser Slave Regional Indian Native Council. And she's laughing at me already. But here she is, Kellyanne McNeil. Thanks very much for being our guest. <laughs> Good try, Chris. Thanks for having me. So what is the title correctly? <laughs> so first off, my title is technically archivist. Yes. But what is the, the what is organization the organization that you work for? Lesser Slave Lake Indian Regional Council. Dang it. I literally all the right words. I literally had it up on my screen two seconds ago to sound cool, to sound like I actually remembered. And then I closed it once we started recording. So now I'm not even here. Well, <laughs> I, I won't hold it against you. Thank you very much. Um, so Kellyanne. Like, uh, I'm assuming like yourself, like everyone else in Alberta, uh, in Canada, around the world, uh, you are practicing social distancing, physical distancing. How's that going for yourself? It's been different. Um... As it's a, been different. I was going to say, as a uh, self-described introvert, two seconds before we start, well, not two seconds, but a few minutes before we went live, you said you are an introvert. So as an introvert, how has it been different from your normal everyday life? I really, I didn't realize this until I wasn't able to, but I really actually enjoy going to work. <laughs> I like unlocking my office door and changing up my location. Um, I haven't been able to do that in the last few weeks, Aww. which has kind of been sad. Although I am still able to work from home. So for that, I am very grateful. In terms of my evenings and weekends, not much has changed. <laughs> well, we actually talked about this about, I think it was a day or two ago. But motivation to actually work from home is so hard. Like for yeah. me, I work from home every day. My office is downstairs. I, I have a running joke with my husband. I'm I'm off to work. I hope I hope the traffic's not bad. And the traffic I mean by Robin and Lulu are dogs. So I can imagine being someone like yourself who didn't really it sort of got you hit it with a like a concrete wall, right? It wasn't something you gradually got into, like myself. You, bam, here you are. Yeah. So what have you done to make sure that you are distancing your work life from your personal life? 
So I was able to take my office computer home. So that is set up on my desk, which is out in the sitting area that I rent. Um, Although it's not in a separate kind of like corner or space, I still do my absolute best to like, if it's work hours, I'm at my desk unless I need a cup of coffee or a washroom break. Um, But other than that, that's about all I can do. So that's been a bit of an adjustment. And what are you doing to, uh, because you live with your landlord and, uh, if I'm not mistaken, her daughter. Um, so are you interacting with them a lot or are you trying to social distance from them as well? Um, I am trying to social distance from them as well. Her daughter returned from Hawaii last week. So they've, uh, so she and my landlady have been in quarantine. They haven't left the house. Um, so our meal times were always separate. That hasn't changed. Um, okay. and they've been really and they've been really good about wiping down everything. I am more than happy to share my Lysol sprays <laughs> with them. Um, and I'm not, I actually had some on hand before the pandemic broke. So yeah. I was a bit of a scout in that regard. Well, that's good. Um, um so otherwise, uh, go ahead. oh no, we're on two different floors of the house. So I'm in the basement there. They are primarily upstairs. Um, but we're doing what we can. Well, that's good. And what about yourself? What are you doing to pass time? Um, I am reading a lot. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're probably reading a little more um, intellectual and Canadian history stuff because in politics, because I know that's where your interest lies. I'm diving into some really good romance adventure combined stuff, like something purposely to take my mind off of the... the um, Craziness. I really want to use another word, but the craziness that's going on right now. Thank you for being politically correct. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, So... Well, I, I would say yes and no, because right now I'm into a fantasy series called The Runelands. Uh, it's by David Falkland. Uh, Falkland? Falkland? I forget how to pronounce his last name because I've never heard it, so I'm, I don't know. But I, I'm into the sci-fi fantasy right now, so it's kind of close. Pretty close. What, Pretty close. what about uh, like this? Are you talking to family, friends, or over internet, over Skype, over Zoom, or whatever you want to call it? I am. So I do. I normally talk to my mom every day because, yes, I am that person. Um, We also have free calling between our phones. Thank you, parentals, for setting that up. Um, Last week, I chatted with one of my friends out in Toronto. Um, She's doing very well. And... On sun- last weekend, on Sunday, I had a giant group chat with three of my old co-workers from the museum in Yarmouth. Oh, my God. That was the most I had laughed in weeks. Oh, that's awesome. It is really great. I've also been, um, um, my cousins have been in touch. One of my cousins, we went to the same university. She was a year ahead of me. She checked in to make sure I was okay. I've got a friend in Edmonton who checked in to make sure everything was good. So it's been really nice to still have that contact with people. So are you finding that sort of being the outlet that you need to get through this social isolation or physical isolation? In a way, absolutely. But I'm also, um, I've started keeping a journal again. I'm 
sometimes when I talk in person, I don't get across what I want to say, or I'm putting on a front because I don't want people to see that this is really hard because no one wants to be vulnerable. And this is really testing everyone's vulnerability, right? Well, and that's the thing, right? Uh, I, I will be the first to admit, uh, as someone who as a, is a self-described introvert as well, as a little bit more, I would say 50-50 introvert-extrovert, yeah. um, I can say without a doubt it has been the hardest two weeks of my life because I am yeah. not used to just being so isolated and only seeing four walls, right? Usually, like, I can still take the dogs out for a walk, but I can tell you there are days when I, I go cab, I get cabin fever in this house. Mm-hmm. And I... I can imagine what other people are going through. Um, there are people out there who are worse off than myself. Um, who There are homeless people who don't have places to go, right? So it's one of those things where I, I do count my blessings, but at the same time, I know it's hard. It's it's been ridiculously hard and I'm I am more introverted than you. So some of the things like how I occupy my evenings and weekends, it's not a big deal. But in other respects, even just like it took most of last week for me to transition to working at home because I was I just wasn't used to it. Yeah. And it's not that it's because like my basement where like my coloring books are and my books are and the TV is that wasn't really an issue for me, but it was establishing a routine and something, just something I could follow to give me a little sense of normalcy. Yeah. Which is and where that, my journal is coming in handy right now. Your who? My journal. Your journal. I thought, I, for some reason, I thought you said turtle. I was like, when did you get a turtle, Kellyanne? Uh, no, no turtle, but my, my little pink journal and I use a green pen to make it fun. So is that how you have found a way to, uh, while we talked about you contacting your family, your friends, your past uh, uh, classmates, but is it a way that you're able to uh, get the reality that you need to set up to properly function throughout the day? Because I know with myself, uh, for me, it's sitting down before I do anything in the morning. I just sit down, have my cup of coffee and listen to whatever podcast I'm listening to and just escape for about 20 minutes. And then I have to realize, okay, now I have to focus. It isn't, it isn't. Um, I've never, I've never had that issue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, to each their own. I use my journal as more of a way to vent. Okay. Because I need to vent. I need to actually put down on paper what I'm feeling, that I'm scared, that I'm angry, that I don't want to leave the house, that so <laughs> that there's literally nothing on TV because no one can be anywhere. Yeah. Like film it right now. And I know that sounds really ridiculous, but I find that especially last week, I was feeling so much that it just started eating at me. Well, I, I, I imagine because I, I've known you for, I would say, three, four years now. And I think, the, like I said in the first show that we ever did together, our 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 first encounter came at the expense of Sidney Crosby. Uh, I can say that ever since then, you have been a strong-willed person. I, I admire your ambition and your ability to uh, adapt to any situation. So while you are, you might be struggling now, I know you can get through this, Kellyanne. Oh, well, thank you.
so much. And I know that you can get through this, too, as weird, like as weird as it is for everyone right now. Well, and that's the thing. Like the funny memes that are going around right now are, hey, introverts, go check on your extrovert friends because they don't know how to do this properly. So I can imagine so that cute. it's hard for and like I said, I like my alone time. I like my company time and I like my game nights with my friends. But game mm-hmm. night has not happened in a while. <laughs> So oh, my Lord. I The one thing that we, my friends and I had established, as you probably know, since September, we've been getting together every Sunday to play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. But that has um, probably stopped in the last few weeks. It has. And it stopped primarily because one friend went away for her birthday and we didn't want to continue the game without her because she's got a whole, her character has a whole host of skills and they're really cool and the dungeon master Mitch put us in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Well, that's hitting the nail on the hammer on the nail right there. If I've ever heard a little too close to home right now, but no, that hasn't happened in a while. And, um, it has actually been really strange. Like my Sundays are free. (laughs) So are so besides the house, are you getting out from time to time? Because like myself, I ha- we have to get groceries. Yeah, it's one yes, of those things do. that you need to get. I have two yep. dogs, so I need to take the dogs for a walk. So what are you doing to make sure you're social distancing, but also not getting that cabin fever when you're sitting at home? Um, so I am going for groceries still for once a week. If uh, the cases of COVID-19 increase out here, they haven't. Thank goodness. I cross my fingers that they don't. They decreased, actually. Slave Lake yes, is now down it, to two. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, but if they do all of a sudden start to spike, um, I do have asthma. So I am at a bit of a risk for potential complications if for whatever reason I do come down with COVID-19. I have someone lined up who would be willing to grocery shop for me, oh, that's which is wonderful. Um, but for now, though, I'm still getting my own groceries. I go out on Saturday. And how are you finding it? Like, uh, like I said, in the first episode, we talked to someone who worked at a retail store and he said that it can be either crazy but also uh, rewarding because people will be out going shopping, like you said. Hey, my friend is in need and they need this because they can't get out because they have uh, asthma issues. They're a little bit older, so they can't get out. So are you finding it when you're going grocery shopping, it being that hectic place that the media is portraying right now? I have found it not to be, actually. I was um, I was in at No Frills uh, yesterday, and not only is it, like, spotlessly clean, they – it was very calm inside. They – all of the ch- all of the cashiers actually had plexigl- plexiglass screens now. Oh, did they actually install them up there? They did, yeah. Oh, and wow. there's also, X, like, marks on the floor, like, red X's on the floor that show you where to stand. Yeah. Which is – perfect for me because I also I know I've mentioned it before and I don't want to harp on it but living with dyscalculia you tell me to stand six meters back I don't have a sweet clue what that means oh I, I I'm 90% sure no one in this world knows what it is because I was out grocery shopping uh, a week and a half ago I was in the I was like literally lining up and someone came stood right behind me I was like uh, yeah. six feet and he goes it's six meters. We're close enough. I'm like, no. Yeah, no. No. So I literally had to put the cart 
behind me so that way he would stay that distance and i'm not trying to be rude about that i'm just saying people don't know what six meters is right no they really don't so i'm really i'm immensely grateful for those visual aids (laughs) i can imagine But But I've actually, I have seen on Facebook, specifically like the Slave Lake and Area Community Discussion Board, that people are actually stepping up. And there have been countless messages saying, if you are a senior citizen and you can't get out, message me, text me, we will get your groceries for you, we will do whatever we need to do. And that is so heartwarming. Well, exactly, right? It's those stories that of actual people caring in a situation like this, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many times that you hear um, the opposite, right? Like, when there's no pandemic going on, it's, oh, everyone's for themselves and no one really gives two craps about their neighbor. But it really shows the spirit of a small town like Slave Lake or even in Calgary. I'll I'll admit I've seen posts on the local discussion board here and people are saying, if you need something, let us know and we will go get it for you. So, I... While we're in a bad place as a world, we Mm. are seeing silver linings, right? We, you know what? We really and truly are. Um, I've actually joined, and it's based it's based out of Nova Scotia, but I've joined on Facebook. It's called the East Coast Kitchen Party COVID-19 Edition. You sent me an invite to that, too. Chris, it's very entertaining. Um, it's just people from all over the world. You do not have to be originally from the Maritimes that are performing covers of songs. They're getting their kids to perform. For example, last week there was a baby in a Jolly Jumper and the Jolly Jumper was covered in the Nova Scotia tartan, like a Highland dance skirt. And she was doing her first jig. It was, a, it was just, it was the cutest thing. Oh, that's awesome. And that's the kind of, to me anyway, that's the kind of thing that we really need right now. It's important that we like, and I understand this, it's important that we stay self-aware, but we can't keep listening to the negativity and the deaths and um, the lack of this and the lack of that. 24 hours a day. Well, and that's the thing, right? We, uh, I, I know just because uh, for the job that I do, uh, I, I have to search the internet for this stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, Fred Penner did a show for kids today. Yes, he did. I saw there that. There you go. George Canyon did a show as well for yeah. kids today. So there are artists out there who are trying to help the world by giving a sense of relief during this negative time, right? Exactly. And the great thing about all of these live, impromptu, sometimes concerts is that they're free. Exactly. How how often do you get to see George Canyon or Fred Penner free, right? Besides when they're on TV. (laughs) Alan Doyle, the lead singer of Great Big C, did a week-long live uh, suppertime show specifically to fundraise for Kids Help Phone. The final total from his concerts on Friday was $100,000 because Sobeys doubled the donation. That's awesome. It was excellent. And he brought in he brought in guests from some of like his uh, I was going to say he brought in someone from the States if I'm not mistaken. I remember it was a big name and I was like, how does he know Alan Doyle? Oscar Isaac. Yes. They were on the set of Robin Hood together. That's where it's from. Okay. He had the lead singer from from the Bare Naked Ladies. Steve Page, yes. He had Russell Crowe from Australia. 
it was it was awesome and i would specifically time my my breaks from working because i do take breaks as if it was a normal office setting to grab a snack and watch alan doyle perform from his basement in newfoundland who wouldn't right because i i think the first time i heard about that was from mark critch if i'm not mistaken because he was on the last episode and he just he was like hey tune in i was like what is this and i tuned in i was like holy crap it was he actually did the opener for the last show pretending to be Alan Doyle and it was absolutely hilarious. He did a parody of Barrett's Privateers to I wish I had a six pack now because the liquor stores have started to close in Newfoundland. No. And it was I think I think you need to look that up though. I will. Um but it was it was such a great parody. Like I remember he came on and he was so loud, like and I had my headphones in. I swear I jumped six feet out of my out of my chair. Like it was it was a good way to kick off a week long of working from home. Well, that's awesome. Kellyanne, I know you have something to watch here in 10 minutes, like I'm about to go watch as well. Uh, Mr. Elton John is going to be doing a live concert on Fox. So I want to thank you for doing this. It was, you know, this was this was fun. I have to admit, I the Facebook Live, I was apprehensive about it, but you know, you've got I shouldn't have doubted you, Chris. You have this down to a fine science. Hey, we at, at Max, and I know this is just because uh, the algorithm might be wrong on the program I'm using, but at Max, we had ten people watching us. <laughs> Ooh, yay! <laughs> you know it, Kellyanne. Uh, let's stay in contact, though. Like, uh, I always enjoy chatting with you. You are one of my favorite guests to have on the show. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris. It's been a pleasure to be back. And maybe the next time we do one, we can um, do it in person. My office again. <laughs> yeah. And person. Thanks very much. Okay. Take care. Stay safe.